welcome to the first episode of Butterfly Kisses, A Journey of Spiritual Transformation. I am your host, Amy Gray Cunningham, and I am so excited to have you join me as we explore the mysteries surrounding the afterlife, angels, spirits, meditation, religion, and so much more during these upcoming podcasts. Today, I wanted to tell you a little bit about me and my background and why I decided to start this podcast. It seems like everyone has a podcast nowadays. So what makes mine different and why should you listen and give me 20 minutes to an hour of your day? Well, my plan or goal is to start a conversation around spirituality. What is spirituality exactly? Why are we here? in this world, living this life, doing what we're doing. What is this all about? And what does this world actually mean? What does this life mean? I've been asking myself these questions since childhood and I can constantly remember feeling different from people. Like I never really fit in and never understood why. Hopefully people can relate to this. I don't know if they, if you can or not, but if you can join me in this. <laughs> I always doubted myself and I think and things I would say to myself, I would never ever say to another human being, but for some reason I felt it was okay to say it to myself. Like things like you're ugly, you're stupid. Why, you know, why did you say that? You look fat, look at what you have on. And the list is endless. It goes on and on and on. I had no self-confidence, no self-esteem. I was always bullied as a kid. And one day I remember in elementary school, I heard some of the kids had, were planning to beat me up when I got off the bus and I was terrified. And I don't really even remember what now, why they wanted to beat me up. So I called my mother on the phone and I begged her to please have the police at the bus stop because I was going to be killed. You know, it was total tragedy. I was going to be killed. I just knew I was going to be killed. And she probably thought I was over exaggerating and did not take me seriously. But I knew these kids and I knew that they, what was going to be awaiting my fate once the school bus stopped. But I had confidence in my mom that she wouldn't let me down. And when I got off the phone with her, I relaxed and I didn't worry too much about it after, after that because I just knew I was gonna be okay. However, when the bus rounded that corner to my bus stop and there was no sign of a police car there, my stomach sank and that impending doom of death rose from the bottom of my feet up through my heart and my heart kind of rose up into my chest to the point of I really thought I was going to throw up and choke and I looked around the bus and there was Wendy Rosborough she had not gotten off at her usual bus stop right before mine neither did Tony or Melissa or any of the others for that matter and I knew I was going to die that day thankfully I always sat in the front of the bus and I was pretty fast. I had that going for me. And that day I took off the bus, I got off the bus and I took off like a bullet and I ran straight for the apartment, but it felt different. It felt like somebody had picked me up off my feet and carried me and planted me on the front of the, of the steps of my apartment door. I never, I don't remember actually ever turning around to see where anybody was at. I just remember getting off the bus and just hauling butt. I could hear them following me though. I could hear them, the, the feet 
following me. And I heard them chanting, Amy Gay, Amy Gay, we're coming for you. We're coming for you, Amy Gay. And to this day, I don't know why they called me that, Amy Gay, other than probably to be cruel. You know, kids could be so cruel back then. Uh, it was it was absolutely terrifying for me. When I reached the apartment front door, I began digging in my book bag, looking for my house key and panic just set in because I knew they were coming and I kept dropping that damn key. <laughs> And finally, I got the front door open just in time as I slammed it in Tony Salento's face and I was safe on the other side of the door and my heart was pounding through my chest. Tears were streaming down my face and I screamed, why the F was the police not there? And mom, if you're listening, I don't blame you. Looking back, I probably wouldn't have called the police either if my kid had called me with such a crazy story as I had you. But this was a turning point for me with God. I didn't believe God existed because if he did, then why didn't these kids like me? What was so wrong with me? If he was real, then he made a terrible mistake with me because I was just terrible. Nobody liked me. If he was so loving and kind, why didn't he love me? Why didn't these kids love me? What was so freaking wrong with me? This story is one of many I have about my relationship with God. For a long time, we had a love-hate thing going on. At least it was on my part anyway. I always felt like if he had handed out the book of life on how it was to be lived, I must have skipped that class because I just didn't get it. And if anyone knew me in high school, skipping class was probably a very strong possibility as I was not big on attending school back then. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's uh, for another podcast. So. We'll go on to we'll go on to something different now. I remember I, I attempted to read the Bible at one point. I was going to read it from beginning to end, but I decided I was going to start off in Leviticus. Why I decided to start off in Leviticus, I don't know. But I remember throwing that darn Bible across my bedroom room and just screaming at it because I just didn't get it. It just made absolutely no sense. It was like trying to fit a round peg into a square hole. It just wasn't happening. I just couldn't get it. So I gave up on trying to find acceptance and love from God and decided to look elsewhere. And while that wasn't such a bad idea either, because, well, I looked for it in men, drugs, sex, food, clothes, you name it, I tried it. But what I really longed for was that connection with God, that unity, that heaven, that heaven on earth. And at 18 years old, I found myself addicted to cocaine. I was wanted for check fraud. And I was looking at some serious jail time. And I kept trying to find love and acceptance everywhere else, but from within. I didn't know how to go within. And I still don't know how it happened, whether it was mom, God, the angels, it could have been all three or it could have been a whole host of other people. <laughs> but I ended up going to rehab, I got clean and I never spent one day in jail. And looking back on it now, I'm not exactly sure how all that happened. However, I just don't think prison or jail time was supposed to be part of my life story during this lifetime. It wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to do some of the things I've done if I were to have had a record. So I believe our angels, they work on our behalf to make sure that we stay on course just a little bit, even though we have free will. You know, I could have chosen to continue doing drugs. I could have chosen to continue doing the life I've, I, I wanted. But for whatever reason, I knew deep within 
that I wanted more for, from life. And I knew that there was more to life than what I was experiencing, even though I didn't know exactly what it was. It was like, it was almost there, but I couldn't quite reach it. The veil, there, there was just something blocking me. There was a veil that hadn't been lifted yet. And it wasn't until I had my son that I experienced what true unconditional love was all about. It wasn't until I held him in my arms that I understood and I wanted more for for him, for somebody else than I had wanted for myself. And I'm not saying I was the perfect parent. I was far from it. But Alex and I, we were perfect for each other. And he taught me more than any other person has ever taught me. He taught me how to truly love myself. And for that, I am forever grateful. I believe that when we incarnate into this world, that we pick our parents and we choose our parents. And I am so grateful that he chose me because he has been a huge blessing in my life. So I thank him for that. I wasn't expecting to cry, sorry. I think our spiritual journey is, our spiritual growth is a lifelong journey. Uh, It's kind of like the journey of a caterpillar changing into a butterfly. The caterpillar is an insect crawling on its belly, searching for food and wandering aimlessly, knowing, but knowing that it is there for something more, that it, 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 it has a bigger purpose, that there's something more that it's supposed to do. And eventually it forms, you know, it creates this cocoon where it starts the journey of transformation. And eventually, like like the, the caterpillar, we eventually form a cocoon and we start the spiritual transformation, whether it's in this lifetime or next or another lifetime. But in this cocoon, this caterpillar becomes a goo-like substance during this crystallization process. And it completely tears down in, from what it was before becomes completely unnoticeable. And when it breaks free and it emerges from this cocoon, the shell that it's kept around itself, hidden tightly, it becomes this beautiful, gorgeous butterfly that is amazing to watch and it flutters. And when a butterfly flaps its wings, that energy can be felt around the world. Just think about that for a second. That energy from the butterfly can be felt around the world. We all start out as caterpillars and changing into a butterfly is challenging and it can be very uncomfortable at times. And I definitely don't claim to have all the answers That's kind of why I started this podcast in the first place is to ask the questions and to find out some of these answers that I've had to questions all of my life. I hope you will join me on this journey. This is the first episode. This is kind of my why behind why I started this this podcast. Some of the answers to the questions that I'm going to ask will be uncomfortable for you, while some others will seem to fit more easily and more comfortably. But no matter what, always remember to live your truth and honor your ultimate purpose in life.
which is what the caterpillar does. And but like the butterfly, when you're ready, spread your gorgeous wings and fly. Thank you for joining me today on this first episode of Butterfly Kisses, a journey of spiritual transformation. I hope you will continue joining me and being a part of this wonderful exploration as we will explore more mysteries and more will be revealed as we continue to ask more questions. Thank you and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Butterfly Kisses, a journey of spiritual transformation. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe by hitting the subscribe button. This way you won't miss it when a new episode is released. Also join me on the Facebook page at Butterfly Kisses Podcast. Here we can continue the conversations we've been discussing on these podcasts, and you can also ask questions of our guests as well. Also, if you're interested in learning more about Akashic Record readings, you can schedule a free 15-minute consultation with me on the Facebook page, or you can do so by visiting my website at amygraycunningham.com. Again, thank you, and remember... Always spread your gorgeous wings, my friend, and fly. Until next time, see ya.